We're facing an inflection point in history. One of those moments where the decisions we make today are going to determine the future for decades to come. Look, at the same time, President Netanyahu and I discussed again yesterday the critical need for Israel to operate by the laws of war. That means protecting civilians in combat as best as they can. <clears throat> the people of Gaza urgently need food, water, and medicine. Yesterday, in discussions with the leaders of Israel and Egypt, I secured an agreement for the first shipment of humanitarian assistance from the United Nations to Palestinian civilians in Gaza. If Hamas does not divert or steal this shipment, these shipments, we're going to provide an opening for sustained delivery of life-saving humanitarian assistance for the Palestinians. As I said in Israel, as hard as it is, we cannot give up on peace we cannot give up on a two-state solution. Let me close with this. Earlier this year, I boarded Air Force One for a secret flight to Poland. There I boarded a train with blacked out windows for a 10-hour ride each way to Kyiv to stand with the people of Ukraine ahead of the one-year anniversary of their brave fight against Putin. And I'm told I was the first American to enter a war zone not controlled by the United States military since President Lincoln. With me was just a small group of security personnel and a few advisors. But when I exited that train and met Zelensky, President Zelensky, I didn't feel alone. I was bringing with me the idea of America, the promise of America, to the people who are today fighting for the same things we fought for 250 years ago. Freedom, independence, self-determination. One of the best, if not the best, speeches of his presidency. He was firm, he was unequivocal, he was strong, as he has been, particularly uh, in recent days when he was, before he went to Israel and while he was over there. I was struck by the fact that he spent as much time as he did on Ukraine, and I think it was a good thing that he did, because the aid for Ukraine uh, package that he's talking about and further aid to Ukraine beyond that is in jeopardy, and I think that he was hampered a little bit in that effort by the fact that he dare not really mention the best reason. I mean, he mentioned, broadly speaking, the best reason for sticking with it in Ukraine, which is that what would the rest of the world and its evildoers think if we pulled out of there? Because that comes on the heels of his having pulled out of Afghanistan, which arguably emboldened uh, all of the uh, all of our adversaries. I'll take I'll take a couple more, a couple more. Mr. Chairman, thank you. Congressman Ken Black has said that one of his doubts are the 2020 election and your view on that. So I want to ask you two related questions. One, uh, what was your intent when you emailed a memo to the chief of staff, Mark Meadows, suggesting that Vice President Pence just that just that you should. I think there were all kinds of problems with the 2020 election. I've been clear about that. My, my intention in forwarding the email was an argument made by former inspector general for Donald Rumsfeld, accomplished lawyer who laid out an argument from the Federalist Papers. I forwarded it on to them. That, that was all it was. Uh, Newt, I wrote your name in on the last ballot as Speaker of the House because <coughs> I thought you did such a good job 25 years ago. Was I wrong? I wrote you in. I, you know, I said, I'm for Gingrich. Balanced, oh, no. You balanced the budget, was... you cut taxes, you've reformed <laughs> welfare. It was a hell of a performance. I'm looking for that kind of speaker right now, Mr. Gingrich. 
<laughs> well, listen, I think the whole conference is, they're, but they're going to have to get in a room. I saw just a few minutes ago, Jim Jordan has decided to go back and try again because it turned wow. out what I thought was a good idea uh, to have McHenry, uh, the current speaker pro tem, stay on till January 3rd. I mean, these folks have got to calm down. Yeah. The level of anger, uh, the level of hostility in the conference, all of it started by eight traitors, and that's what they were, traitors, who abandoned their party and allied with the Democrats against 96% of the Republican Party with no idea what they would do if they won. Yeah. Uh, they have caused chaos, they've embarrassed the Republican Party, and they've weakened the United States at a time when there are two major wars underway. Uh, and it's really, truly, uh, I think, the most disgraceful behavior by Republicans in my lifetime. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's, it's Friday, 20 October in the year of our Lord, 2023. We're going to be going live uh, to the, uh, to the uh, House momentarily. Uh, they're, they're getting organized there. The first of multiple votes today. We've got so much to go through, and we're going to be showing. Uh, so we're going to be showing the House vote live. I'm going to be here. Caroline Wren is also going to join me. We're at the CPAC Strategy Conference uh, today and tomorrow. Um, also going to be bringing in Cash Patel. But I want to have people obviously look at this uh, historic vote. Jim Jordan gave a uh, press conference early this morning. Kind of went over. He was trying to go over the heads of the twenty and talk directly to their constituents, just put everything in perspective, make sure that in the fog of war you fully understand where we are. You and your pressure campaign is working uh, because the mainstream media and Newt Gingrich and all the people on the payroll of the lobbyists and the corporatists, because they're sitting there telling you that uh, it's not working, then it's working. And I hope... In fact, I'll play. I'll break them out if I can get my great production team to get the Brett Hume and the and the Newt Gingrich. I want to play them separately. I hope when you heard that Brett Hume's um, description of one of the most disgraceful speeches ever from the Oval Office. In fact, I think it's it's the most disgraceful speech ever from the Oval Office, set with lies, misrepresentations, and never really getting the heart heart of it. And then said, and then he goes back and can you believe somebody said evil doers, the evil doers, the evil doers, dude, twenty years of combat in Iraq and Afghanistan, and you're going to bring up evil doers. This is this is how Murdoch News is rubbing your nose in it. This morning, it's all the war party. It's not that we can't be a partner and an ally with Israel, okay. But I disagree with Jim Jordan. We don't need a speaker to pass a resolution on Israel. We need a speaker of the House when it's the time to get the right speaker of the House. 
Newt Gingrich, I told you everybody, all the masks are going to come off. But I need this burned into your soul deeply. Because for years and years and years, their only power came from you. Now they're upset. Murdoch News, all the talking heads, the Brett Humes of the world, the old man Murdoch, in those parts of the day when he's in and out, Newt Gingrich, all of it, all of it, hate the fact that you now have the power. Jim Jordan's back up to the, the McHenry, the McHen- he supported the McHenry, the McHenry proposal, which this audience defeated. You defeated it. You defeated it. By the pressure campaign, by your calls, which they hate getting from you, your emails, which they hate getting from you, your visits to their office or your protests outside, which they hate seeing. You know why? Because they hate you. They think you're nothing but trash. And these are the ones you put in office. Not even talking about the opposition. Thinks you're beneath trash. The McHenry proposal, as we said, was so awful, such a surrender, so outrageous, that in the conference yesterday, it was 80, there was only 20 people supported, and these are all the, these are all the Grundoons and McCarthy. This was McCarthy's deal to getting back in. That's why he was so furious with Matt Gates. When Matt Gates dropped the microphone, McCarthy starts yelling at him, starts yelling at him. They're still furious. We took their frickin' power away. And look who's protecting them, the Newt Gingriches of the world, the Fox, the Murdoch News Network, and now they got the drumbeat. Oh, that was the most amazing, that was the greatest speech of his presidency. You know, he was Lincoln-esque. It was so amazing. And let's, 60 to $80 billion to Ukraine, and you're telling me they were there for democracy, that's it, after he spent $113 billion? And you're about to send young men and women into harm's way? Where's the plan? What's the strategy? Have enough respect for people and their sons and daughters that are all going to go die on foreign battlefields as you bankrupt this nation. I want to put this in perspective, folks. The Appropriation Committee, as you know, if you're following along at home and keeping a scorecard, we just passed, what, an $850 billion bloated defense bill in the House, the House we control. The Senate hasn't gotten to it, but there will be even bigger. And when you add in intelligence, and when you add it all in, it's $1 trillion. $1 trillion. And the ink in that, that hadn't even been signed they come to the nation last night for his 10 minutes on broadcast news, and it's looking in your eye. He wants another $100 billion. And they only throw a taste in there to Taiwan in, in processing for the illegal alien invaders because they said they go, well, we got border security in Taiwan. How abandoned all these anti-CCP guys? Gosh, we're throwing, a, we're, throwing a couple of, we're throwing a couple of bucks to those guys. This is all about Ukraine. It's all to support the money laundering operation in Ukraine. And Brett Hume, you know, with that, that deep voice and the knitted brow, you know, it's very important we do this because of the evildoers in the world. Dude, evildoers, are you a moron? The evildoers in the world need to show. No. The nations, we're, we're up against the Persians and the Chinese Communist Party, and they set a trap with the Muslim Brotherhood in Gaza. And Israel's backs to the wall. I tell you where their backs to the wall. You have Jewish students in this country that are up there taking over the Capitol and want to cease fire. You got all the media, got all these universities. A, a brave professor last night at Columbia said that the president ought to be fired, and he's intimidated. He feels unsafe going across campus as a as a as a Jewish professor. 
You got these college campuses that are going to intimidate these Jewish kids. And, hey, the fighting ain't started yet. You wait till the IDF goes through Gaza uh, tunnel by tunnel, block by block. Their objective, and they're very upfront about this, their objective is to um, uh, destroy root and branch, root and branch, Hamas, Hamas's military operation and political and security infrastructure. You know, the IDF has had a, a, a recent uh, failures aside, have a history of delivering. And they have a history of knowing how to deliver the hammer. But you've got the Persians have them surrounded. You got Hezbollah. Hezbollah, you know, Biden failed to mention last night our bases in Iraq, uh, our embassy in Lebanon. The Persians, the Persians have us surrounded on the little strip of land that's called Israel. Israel's surrounded. And they can bring a lot of heat, a lot of firepower. So we have to think this through. How do we help Israel without dragging the United States of America into another Mideast war that we just got out of, which Fox News is cheerleading. It got the pom-poms out. You know they got the pom-poms out and none of their sons and daughters go over there and serve? None of their sons and daughters go over there and serve? They got the pom-poms out. You know why? Because you're nothing but trash. You're, you're there to pay the taxes, to have your pension money in, 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 uh, in uh, manage by the Larry Finks and the Steve Schwartzman and the Ray Dalys of the world to go to China to take the jobs away or the Sequoia Capitals to supply our enemies with advanced equipment where they make tons of money and profits and funnel it back into the Democratic Party and give a few tips to McCarthy and Scalise and these corrupt individuals up on Capitol Hill to keep the machine going. This fight today, what this fight with Jordan about and the McHenry thing, they only had when they asked for a show of hands. Somebody said, show us a show of hands. Only 20 hands went up. They said, oh, it's a divided conference. It's not divided. It was overwhelmingly against the McHenry deal. You know why it was overwhelmingly against? They knew you understood. You're not taking the Fox, the Murdoch News uh, uh, crap they're selling. You knew exactly what this was. This was a total and complete sellout. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. I'm a little fired up today, as you can see. Um, And you need to be. Jim Jordan's finally listening. Get to the floor and keep voting. Rip their mask off. Let the whole nation, and particularly their district see, particularly these southern congressmen, corrupt up to their eyeballs, the Appropriators and Armed Services Committee. Expose them to the nation. Let them sit there round after round and let their constituents see them. A day of truth comes to Capitol Hill. All next in the war room. Last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their respective populations. No, I'm not making that up. That is a fact. Central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. Let that sink in for a second. In essence, they enable the government to take more control over your personal finances. Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold 2. 
But learn for yourself. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and they'll send you a free info kit on gold. The easiest way to become a Birch Gold customer, if you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into IRA into gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Text Bannon to 989898. Claim your free info kit on gold. Then call Birch. Because if digital currency becomes a reality, and trust me, they're on the path to make it so, it'll be nice to have some gold to fall back on. It's only worked for 5,000 years of mankind's history. Let Birch Gold work for you. Bannon. 989898. Text it right now best if not the best speeches of his presidency he was firm he was unequivocal he was strong as he has been particularly uh, in recent days when he was before he went to israel and while he was over there i was struck by the fact that he spent as much time as he did on ukraine and i think it was a good thing that he did because the aid for ukraine uh, package that he's talking about and further aid to ukraine beyond that is in jeopardy and i think that he was hampered a little bit in that effort by the fact that he dare not really mention the best reason I mean, he mentioned, broadly speaking, the best reason for sticking with it in Ukraine, which is that what would the rest of the world and its evildoers think if we pulled out of there? Because that comes on the heels of his having pulled out of Afghanistan, which arguably emboldened uh, all of the uh, all of our adversaries. Uh, Newt, I wrote your name in on the last ballot as Speaker of the House (coughs) because I thought you did such a good job 25 years ago. Was I wrong? I wrote you in. I said, I'm for Gingrich. Balanced, oh, no. You balanced the budget, was... you cut taxes, you've reformed <laughs> welfare. It was a hell of a performance. I'm looking for that kind of speaker right now, Mr. Gingrich. <laughs> well, listen, I think the whole conference is, they're, but they're going to have to get in a room. I saw just a few minutes ago, Jim Jordan has decided to go back and try again because it turned wow. out what I thought was a good idea uh, to have McHenry, uh, the current speaker pro tem, stay on till January 3rd. I mean, these folks have got to calm down. The level of anger, uh, the level of hostility in the conference, all of it started by eight traitors, and that's what they were, traitors, who abandoned their party and allied with the Democrats against 96% of the Republican Party with no idea what they would do if they won. Uh, They have caused chaos, they've embarrassed the Republican Party, and they've weakened the United States at a time when there are two major wars underway. Uh, And it's really, truly... Uh, I think the most disgraceful behavior by Republicans in my lifetime. After he sits there and says he supports the McHenry. McHenry, let me repeat this because the media is not reporting it accurately. When they, a guy, one of the guys stood up, one of uh, McCarthy's guys, because this was all, this is all the restoration of McCarthy. Understand the play here. And by the way, make sure you give me a heads up when we start voting or they start the nominations. We're kind of producing on the fly here, as you can tell, on the road. Um, Not the tight unit we normally have in the war room. Um, Only, they thought they were going to have this big, overwhelming support. Only 20 hands went up out of 222, or 220, I think. Let me repeat this. 20 hands went up. You know why 20 hands went up? Because of you. You understood this. You didn't take the, the BS they're, they're selling at Fox. You didn't take, oh, Newt, we just want to, it's just temporary to get things on track. No, it's not. It's the cartel winning. What they embarrassed 
was the uniparty cartel, uh, as Nancy May says, beta males that are the elected officials of the Republican Party. That's who's been intimidated. They've been intimidated by the pressure campaign and the pressure campaign just starting. This is the fight we've always wanted. This is the fight that has come from the financial collapse in 2008 and the Tea Party rise in 2010 and the House Freedom Caucus and others and then Donald Trump. This is the fight we want to have because this is not happy talk fight. This is not the the pro wrestling shiny toys that, that Fox News is going to throw out to you all the time. This is this is the fight about power and money, and they hate it. They hate it. You have a say so. Okay, uh, Caroline Rents here. We'll get her in a second. Just let me know when we're up. Let me know when they do the nomination speeches. You say we're kind of doing this on the fly here, um, but this is very important. It's very important that Jordan, and remember, this audience, it's just like the first debt deal. The MAGA and the deplorables and the war room posse, we're ornery, but, you know, when pressed, we can be quasi-reasonable. We, we kind of acquiesced to the first debt deal, although we hated it, because I understood at least that's something, and it got one year, and then McHenry and McCarthy sold us out. For the worst deal in American political history, the two-year debt deal with no limits and no caps, and you're seeing it play out right now. E.J. Antoni's going to get to me sometime today. The Treasury's finally going to come forward and have a press conference, supposedly, to show you where the accounts are on 30 September. Because they're lying, they're taking student debt and they're moving stuff around because they don't want to show a $2 trillion deficit. You can't hide from the math here. That's what this fight's about. This fight is to save this republic, and it's a populist uprising by people who've had a belly full of it. They've had enough lies. They've had enough spin. And because of not just this show but other shows, you got Charlie Kirk, Pasobic, and so many podcasts and local AM radio that people now understand they can, they can, they can disaggregate this, stu- this stuff, and, and citizens can understand it. They go, hey, I got it. All the happy talk and the RNC talking points are Fox hour after hour after hour after hour that got us into Iraq, that got us into Afghanistan, that had all the Bush bailouts after the 2008 collapse, that led to the 2008 collapse. All the, all the, all the spinning, all the lies, all stripped away right here, right now. That's what Jordan is our instrument. Is he perfect? He's far from perfect. This ain't the Jim Jordan of the of the early days of the Freedom Caucus. It's obviously he's not. Jim Jordan was in on the McHenry deal. That's okay. That's okay. Had a moment of weakness. Because they all get him up there. McCar- this is all McHenry's just a grundoon. This is McCarthy. This is still the cartel. This is what we've been fighting from the beginning. And for Newt Gingrich to sit there and call those heroes traitors shows you they are a traitor to the uniparty cartel that is taking this country over the brink. And don't, 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 don't ask me to read the Wall Street Journal, the Financial Times, the New York Times business section. Read it all because now they all agree with what we've been saying forever. That the out-of-control federal spending is going to lead to inflation, and the inflation is going to rock. It's going to come into the system, and once it's into the system, and you got to finance it, and you got to finance these massive deficits. It's game over. As I've told you, the interest expense this year. I've got some very smart guys 
internationally that 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 make a living on these bonds being worth 100 cents on the dollar that are running the numbers and they're telling me Steve they believe the interest expense this year is going to be over a trillion dollars we haven't we haven't refined that yet when we do we'll present to you because we need this audience to be on the cutting edge Remember, all day long in media, oh, this bullying and this, this, this. Hey, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen, resign today. If it's too hard for you or too tough, go home and crawl in bed, get in the fetal position, curl up, suck your thumb, and have mommy come in and pat you on the head. People are angry, and they got a reason to be angry because you're destroying the country, and now we're about to go in, into a venture. Did you hear one word about the invasion on our southern border last night, which is the number one national security problem. The vital national security interest of the United States has absolutely zero to do with the eastern Russian-speaking border of Ukraine. We don't care about their self-determination, their sovereignty, uh, their, their territorial integrity. That's a European issue. And the Europeans, if it's such a big deal, where are the Europeans? Where are all those rich folks in Switzerland? You know, uh, Norway's sitting on a $1.5 trillion uh, sovereign wealth fund. All those people have health care. They all have pensions. They're working four-day work weeks. They take the month of August off, and they all retire at their 50. Is that your life? Are you taking August off? Do you, are you working four-day work weeks? Are you living the life of Riley like the Europeans live? Are you doing that? Do you have a pension? Can you retire at 50? Ask yourself your lived experience, particularly folks out there that got multiple jobs or the 60 to 70% of the American people that got to live paycheck to paycheck. And the way you do that, you gap it with a credit card that's now got an APR of 29%. How's your life? Your life good? Do you see last night all that money? Was any of it going to the United States of America? Was any of it really going to the border to shut the border down immediately and start deport eight to ten million invaders he's allowed in this country? Any of it? No. All of it was from processing. The little bit of tip money he put in there, and he only put the tip money in there because they had to say, gosh, you can't vote against border security or Israel or Taiwan. This whole thing last night, <laughs> think about it for a second. You're in a financial crisis. Interest rates are out of control. You got, they're, hiding the, the, they're hiding the accounts at the end of the year because they don't want to show you how much they lied to you in the first place and how much McHenry and, and McCarthy lied to you about a deal they just cut in May. They're, hiding, they're trying to hide everything from you, obscure everything for you from you. And he has the gall to sit there and look you in the eye and want 60 to $80 billion to a money laundering operation over in Ukraine with the human sex trafficking and the biolabs and all of it? You have to admire their chutzpah. We have an $850 billion bloated defense bill. And we haven't won a war. And by the way, the Gulf War wasn't a war. That was a battle. We won one battle since uh, Vietnam. And it's not about the valor it's not about the valor and courage of the young men and women that gave their lives for the country on foreign battlefields from Southeast Asia to the Hindu Kush to the deserts of Iraq. You couldn't have asked for any more bravery. They were volunteers of the poor draftees in Vietnam. 
Look at all the volunteers. They volunteered to serve their country. For what? For Newt Gingrich and Brett Hume and his whole, all this crap up in Washington, D.C.? Is that what they gave their lives for? And we're going to get into getting all the cheerleaders on the Fox Morning Show. Got the pom-poms out. Let's go. Let's roll. Best speech in his presidency. The best speech in his presidency was to ask you to fund a money laundering operation that they're stealing with two hands. i tell you what. Before we consider one penny for Zelensky and those crooks and those oligarchs with all the yachts down in Monaco, let's just get an audit. And they can round up to the nearest $5 billion how much money they stole out of the first $113 billion. And go to, go, to the, go to the chalets in Switzerland and to the south of France, and let's go to Tuscany, and let's go to Florence, and let's go up there uh, to Paris, and let's go to the Cotswolds. And in Belgravia and London, let's go there. Where's their money and where are their kids? How about this? The deplorable's got an answer for you. Screw you. Next in the war room. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner, download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, remember, we're here today um, at this historic vote. And look, our advice to Jordan is get up there and keep voting. And you keep the pressure on at home. 202-225-3121 is the main switchboard for the House. But by now, I'm sure you've perfected having your voice heard by uh, the, the local offices. Good. Those are good. Emails, all of it. And, of course, let's remain as civil as one can remain in this insanity. Cash Patel joins me. we got Caroline Wren also is here. 
Cash. Uh, Brett Hume, I've played it twice now because the audience wanted to hear it. Because it's so good. Said it was so good. He said it was the greatest speech for Biden's presidency, one of the greatest <laughs> speeches ever from the Oval Office. He said it was profound. It was on point. Uh, and he said it was particularly good. They spent all that time talking about Ukraine, although he didn't talk about any strategy, objectives, anything about it. You're, you're, you're the national security advisor to President Trump. Your, your take. I think it's an abject travesty that he used the Oval Office to announce the degradation of our nation and the destruction of the world order with our allies. Imagine if President Trump went into the Oval Office and said, hey, we're going to print another $500 billion for two world wars. And by the way, we're winning over national security matters like on the southern border from the Oval Office. You would never see that. You would have Brit Hume, Brett Baer, whatever they are, they'd be out there excoriating him for using the proper Oval Office to make such an announcement. But only these guys would come out and cheer him. There was not one word of encouragement in that statement. Joe Biden, and this is when I turned it off, he actually said behind the Resolute desk to the world that we, the United States of America, are not sending troops to Russia. What is he talking about? <laughs> so, it, it, hopefully that went in the written part of the speech. He just went, <laughs> he was winging that. But also the pitch for even Ukraine. Yeah. It, it, this is why I keep saying, it, this is the House's responsibility. This is McCarthy, because remember, the defense contractors are making money. Their oh, stocks yeah. are way up. McCarthy never forced him to come to the House and present a plan, the War Powers Act. D did he say anything last night? I even if you were a supporter of Ukraine, mm -hmm. did he give you any ammo to put forward the case besides we're fighting for democracy. No. All oh, by the way, for a nation that's, that Zelensky's running like a dictator, they don't even have elections anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and not only did he fail to do that, but what he did was he shows up, Joe Biden, in the Oval Office and says, we're going to print more money. But it's a political stunt. He's punting it to the Republicans in Congress because right now we don't have a speaker. And then he's going to say, oh, well, you know, I wanted all this aid. I wanted to help Israel and I wanted to help the Ukraine. But the Republicans got in my way and wouldn't pass a funding bill. First of all, he can send money over there. He's got a slew of executive orders he could sign if he wanted to actually send money over there right now. But he doesn't to, want to take to Israel. To, if he wanted to help to Israel, to Ukraine. Under, under IEPA and the Emergency Powers Act, the president of the United States can sling money around the world easily. But he said, no, I want, I've asked Congress to provide me with the funds. And you're right, the defense industrial complex, and I've said this for years, these guys are worse than every lobbyist group in Washington, D.C. They are having a dance party. And for anyone that doesn't think we're not in two world wars, yeah. you guys are out of your mind. Just because the well, United one States world war on two fronts. Okay, right, fair right, enough. Fair right, enough. Or three fronts. They had the the yeah. big ones: the invasion of the southern border. They got eight million illegal alien invaders, plus many combat divisions already here. But, but these empty Hezbollah, you know, Hezbollah and Hamas, the Muslim Brotherhood, oh. and the Party of God are deep into the United States. No, they, and it's all related on the southern border. We talked about that the other day. But Hezbollah and all, Iran and everybody else. They are laughing at us because Joe Biden's out there touting, oh, we're going to support the Iron Dome. We're going to do this. We're going to give you defense systems. What defense systems? You gave away seven years worth of our surface-to-air missiles to the Ukraine. That means if we printed them from now for 365 days, it would take the U.S. seven years to replenish our stocks. That's just one defense system. And that's why the defense industrial complex, they are literally, they should be out here, they're probably out here in Vegas having a party. Well, no, because right now, the 20 of the 20, they're all appropriators are or on the House Armed Services Committee. This is what they are. This is, this is, this is, the, this is the cartel. The cartel 
has the money, allocates the money, and they don't want to give anything up. Can we bring in Caroline Wren before, guys? I'm sure we're going to go to the floor for the nominating speeches here in a second. Is Caroline Wren with us? Hey. Caroline, hey. do we have Caroline? Hey, hey, how you doing? Give us your assessment of how important defeating a McHenry proposal last night of course, Newt says you're a traitor for doing that. Uh, and then and then getting Jim Jordan, our Jim Jordan, up there and get him start voting and take vote after vote after vote, ma'am. Newt also said in that statement when he called us everyone traitors that uh, those the eight did it against what 96% of the Republican Party wants. He's so off. He did what 96% of uh, what these folks in Washington, D.C. want. But really, 60% of Americans agreed with the ousting of McCarthy. And honestly, the other 40%, I think, probably just didn't understand the question. Because I've, the majority, overwhelming majority of Americans think D.C. is headed in the wrong direction, and that includes the leaders who are leading us in that wrong direction. So it just shows how out of touch Newt's statement was and how much the American people actually support what is going on right now and want to see this fight happen. In fact, I'm talking to grassroots folks and donors every day. They're like, Caroline, what is the urgency? Frankly, like, we don't want a speaker because the second we get a speaker, this is all about passing this Ukraine aid. That is all that they want. That's why the McHenry thing was perfect. They were going to let him be the sacrificial lamb so they could push through the $100 billion in aid and say, oh, McHenry worked with some Democrats and throw him under the bus. And that's fine. He stays in for one more term. And then he goes and joins Raytheon or one of these lobbying firms. And everyone just keeps going as normal. And so it is just it is a very scary time. There's never been a time more that we need to fight. And it reminds me, Steve, you're hearing all these members of Congress say, oh, I'm getting calls and they're terrible and mean emails. This is exactly what they did in the RNC race where they gaslighted us. It was 168 members got, got to chose who the head of the Republican Party was. They decided to vote for Ronna McDaniel against the will of every single Republican in the country. And they used, they said that the pressure campaign was the reason why it's the way, it, this is the excuse that they use. I'm not even convinced, I'm sorry, I met the Warren Posse. These are nice, wonderful people who are calling to express their First Amendment right to tell their elected officials how they would like them to vote or what they want to do. Almost all of them extremely peaceful and kindly. I think it's agitators either from the Uniparty on the left that do a couple of those calls that are threatening. And then they use that as their example to say, oh, my gosh, now we can't vote for Jim Jordan because, you know, I got some voicemail on, you know, at my district line. And, and now I'm too nervous. And this is all Jim Jordan's fault. Give me a break. Grow a spine. Go vote for Jim Jordan. Get back to work and vote down this ridiculous aid package. That's my message. I mean, Nancy May said yesterday, I think one of the folks uh, 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 shut her down on, on Twitter, right? Uh, and uh, she came out and she says, the problem we have in D.C. in the Republican Party, and I hate to use the vernacular she used, but she said, we don't have enough congressmen with balls, right? <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's essentially, they don't, and remember, the mainstream media is all over you in the press can, it's not working, it's backfired. Hey, if it was not working, they wouldn't be saying that. So the, right. it is working. You've got to continue it. You have every right to ha they hear your voice. And right now, it's overwhelming. It's like right. 99 to 1. And the one is somebody, somebody of theirs that does fundraising for them that's calling in and saying, no, what we want to do is keep spending money. Uh, what, is your, what, what is your advice to Jim Jordan right now? You need to have a spine also and do not back down. Take it to 15 votes, 20 votes, 25 votes. Hold them there all weekend. Lock them in there. Who cares? If you notice right now, look how many of the members on the floor are dressed casually. They're not dressed casually. They're dressed casually because they plan to leave there and go get on a flight and go home. They think that that's what's going to happen. They think this will be a vote that Jim Jordan's going to lose, and then everybody just goes home. And they better not leave there until they finish. I mean, I, I actually go back and forth. 
right now, I'm not really in an urgent place to elect a speaker because I have no confidence at all in our Congress actually functioning. I think we function better when they're not functioning. Um, so, but if we are going to have a speaker, it should be Jim Jordan. They should get it done today and stop this narrative. And this is all a distraction. It's meant to distract us from the Ukraine funding and also the Republican Party. Donald Trump is up, you know, way up 60, 70 percent in the polls. And right now we need to be focusing on things like how do we shore up our elections and election integrity? How do we be registering people to vote? How do we win this next election? Everything that they do right now is calculated. It is meant to distract us from something else. And we need to be cautious and asking those questions and critically thinking why. What are they distracting us from us right now? By the way, I think we're hearing that the reason this uh, the quorum's taking so long is that not everybody's there. They're taking this very casual. I, I agree with you. So why do we need a speaker to take a resolution out on Israel? Everybody knows we support Israel. We don't need a resolution for that. That's the big thing. It's a big rush. We've got to do that or pass the Ukraine funding. How about this? Here's, here's how much money you're going to get in Ukraine. Zero. The number is the null set. We've sent enough. In fact, we want our money back. We want the money. They stole all the money in the yachts down in Monaco, all the yachts in, uh, in uh, all the all the high living in chateaus and all the uh, the palaces they're living in down near Cannes in France on the south of France. Right. Uh, everything they've got in, in, in San Moritz, all of it. We want it all back. All the money they stole. Essentially, that, 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 that people are blaming the Ukrainian people. It's not the Ukrainian people. They're 50,000 dead Ukrainians because Zelensky, the crooks and the oligarchs, along with our defense industry and the globalists and the Bidens who are stealing with both hands. As this, Can you believe the audacity, Caroline, with the situation we have and the defense bill that the ink's not even dry, that $850 billion, he would come to address the nation, ask for $100 billion and 60 to $80 billion of that? be to Ukraine. So then we would have $200 billion into a sinkhole, a quagmire. There's no victory for the Ukrainians uh, a year from now. You're going to come back with another $80 billion and another $80 billion and another $80 billion. And this is why McCarthy never wanted him to come to the House. Because then the American people say, well, hang on. I think I saw this movie before. Just I'm going to pick a couple of random examples. Vietnam, Iraq, and Afghanistan, just to name the top three to come to mind. We're not going to do this anymore. Uh, Caroline Wren. No, I wish they were this urgent about the fact that every single day in this country, it's the equivalent of a Boeing 747 going down and everyone dying. That is how many people are dying of fentanyl overdoses. So, you know what, maybe they should lock themselves in there all weekend and fi try and figure out a way to deal with our seven, uh, southern border and stop the flow of fentanyl that is killing an entire generation of Americans. That is the war that we should all be talking about right now. That's the war that should be funded. That's where troops are needed. And, and that is not what's happening at all. This is all distractions. And it's because Raytheon, Bowie, Lockheed Martin, they don't get any money out of stopping the fentanyl. And you know what? Big Pharma, they also lose money on it, too. And so that is why it's never going to be urgent, because there's no money to be made when you stop young people from dying of fentanyl overdoses. And that is a horrific thing to even have to come out of my mouth, but is the absolute truth. And so I, I don't know if we have to cut Boeing and Lockheed Martin in in some way to get, which fine, maybe we just have to do that, like pay these folks off to get them to lobby on stopping the absolute just drug cartel and murder happening at our southern border. So I would love to see some sort of urgency or discussion about that and not whatever the by, by heck way, this is going to be all day. No, no. Normally, we would take, we would blow brakes here on a historic moment like this vote as Jim Jordan comes back from the dark side. They momentarily got Brother Jordan 
Um, you see, you can't. I love Jim Jordan, but sometimes you can't leave him to his own devices. Okay, <laughs> wandered around and supported. They they took him hostage, and he, he supported the McHenry deal. He must have had a call from Newt. Newt telling him how great it was. Um, they still don't have enough. <laughs> they're still missing. There's still a bunch of people missing. This is up in your face. This is another example that's showing this doesn't really matter. This is all these MAGA people and the deplorables. We'll show up when we want to show up. They're 45 minutes late for it. They're still going to go. We're going to go short commercial break. Cash is in the house uh, with us. Cash got a lot to talk about, about government gangsters, all his merch line, everything. Cash, <laughs> Cash, you actually live out here in the desert, don't this you? This is home. Welcome home. to Las Vegas, God. baby. Cash living large. I, you know, Cash is, cash is global. Glass is gold. is in the nation's capital, in the imperial capital, in Vegas, all of it. Caroline Wren is also with us, too, but because of our limited production capacity, I want to thank the team at REV for putting this up overnight. We're doing her by Skype. Okay, we're here at the Strategy Conference for CPAC. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to return. It's a historic day. Note to Jim Jordan, break down one of those wrestling. Grip them, baby. Grip them and don't let them go. Keep them there all weekend. Keep them there late tonight. You'll be quite amazed about how many people see reason at about midnight on Capitol Hill when they want to go home and... Uh, and uh, and hang out with the uh, with the elites. Short commercial break. Back in the warm in a moment. If you're sick and tired of the globalist leftist takeover of America's corporations, go to PatriotMobile.com/Bannon and support a company that actually believes in America. For ten years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Let me repeat, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn Story and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to, without funding the left, without funding people that hate you. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R-I-O-T, 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Is an effective legislator. To legislate is about more than the name on the bill. It's about reaching compromise and working long hours behind the scenes to get the job done. The House will come to order. Gentlemen may resume. When you are the chairman of a committee, you are responsible for dozens of bills passing the House and being signed into law. So let me tell you a few facts that don't come out of the polls. As the leader of the Judiciary Committee, Jim has passed more bills through the House 
in just three years than the entire Democrat leadership team that has their collective 28 years in Congress. Mr. Aguilar has a whopping one whole bill signed into law, a post office in San Bernardino. I guess that's good enough to be caucus chair. Jim Jordan, on the other hand, has a hand in drafting bills like the RAINS Act to curb unaccountable bureaucrats. He helped negotiate and pass H.R. 2, the strongest border security bill this House has ever passed. And many of you know, because you were in the room, watching Jim find compromise, watching Jim listen to your position and finding a bill that can pass. And let's put this in reality. We've had large majorities, but we never could pass a border security bill. That takes leadership. Now, they're going to get upset by it. Why? Because every single Democrat voted against securing our border. Democrats are attacking Jim because they don't want the American people to remember that they voted against securing and keeping a wide open border. They may not want the American public to know the number of people we catch on the terrorist watch list. They may not want people to know what the future holds in the security for our nation based upon their policies. Name me one bill Democrats passed that would secure our border. I'm waiting. You can't because they haven't. Mr. Speaker, the truth is, if we measure lawmakers by how many bills have their name on it, we are using the wrong measuring stick. Some of my members I know with the most bills to their name are the most selfish. Jim Jordan, on the other hand, is one of the most selfless members I've known. I've known Jim a long time, so I want to do something different. I actually called the freshman members on his committee and asked them, what do you think of your chairman? Here's just a few. I quote, Jim empowers every member of judiciary to pursue what interests them. I quote by another, he lets each of us take the lead on the issues that are important to us, even letting freshmen and junior members take important roles. Another one, he trusts our judgment on how we handle issues and witnesses and always seeks our input on key issues. Another, as a freshman, he had me lead off a hearing that related to my subject matter expertise and he goes out of his way to highlight members' successes. He is straightforward, honest, and reliable. That is who Jim Jordan is, and that's what being a speaker is all about.
Now, some of you might not know this, but Jim and I have a long history. We created because we take our job serious. I first met Jim as a candidate. I traveled to Ohio. I remember pulling up for breakfast at a Bob Evans in Ohio. There was Jim having a meeting listening to constituents. I traveled with him throughout the day from Rotary to Farm Bureau to just listening to people that had concerns. And I watched them, the same Jim Jordan I see today. He was a leader, a listener, and a fighter. We were actually elected to Congress that same year and became close friends. It was a small class. There was only 13 of us. It was one of the smallest Republican classes in modern history. Over time, we took different routes. Jim actually ran against me for leader in 2018. It was a hard-fought battle. But I never once questioned his skills or commitment to this conference or this country. After the race, I became leader, and we had an opening for the ranking member on House Oversight. Jim didn't even apply for the job. I walked into steering. Didn't tell steering. I walked into the other room, and I picked up the phone, and I called Jim. I said, I know you're not running for the job, but I believe in what Jim Collins says in the book, Good to Great. You put the right people in the right seats on the bus. And Jim, you and I may have challenged one another, but you were the right person for that seat. And it was right when he took that job. It was right again when I asked Jim to step up and join the Intel Committee when Democrats put politics over people and turned the Intel Committee into an impeachment committee. It was right again when we asked Jim to step up and be the right person to lead Judiciary Committee as chairman. And Jim is the right person to take that seat behind me to be our next Speaker of the House. Mr. Speaker, we have an important job to do. The American people expect us to focus on the most pressing issues. We've watched what a Democrat majority has done and brought us inflation like we haven't seen since the 70s. We've watched what the Democrats have done by opening up our border, bringing fentanyl, killing Americans each and every day. And now we have a war in Israel. This country is too great for small visions. Trust me, being speaker is not an easy job, especially in this conference. But I've seen Jim spend his entire career fighting for freedom, no matter what, no matter the odds, and I know he is ready for the job. And so it is my honor to say, as a member of the Republican Conference, I am directed by the vote of that conference to present for the election to the office of Speaker of the House of Representatives the name of my friend, the Honorable Jim Jordan, a representative from the state of Ohio.
I yield back. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.